Welcome to the Tell Me Something Real podcast. Real people, real stories, real talk. Welcome back, everyone. This week, we are getting real about body hair, and we have a special treat for you as we are joined by not one, but two guests. Heather's sister Nikki is hanging out with us as we delve into our experiences with body hair removal strategies. Then my friend Cherry will jump in at the end and give us some much desired information about laser hair removal. We hope you enjoy hearing this episode as much as we enjoyed recording it. As always, thank you so much for listening and thank you to Nikki and Cherry for joining us in our little bubble for a while. Now let's talk body hair. So this week we have a very special guest. My sister Nikki is here. Hey Nikki. Hey, thanks for having me guys. Welcome to the yes. podcast. Woo-hoo. So Nikki's maybe our number one fan and we love her. So um, she gets a guest spot. But Woo-hoo. even more importantly, this week we want to talk about a very personal subject and I think something that for me is I don't like to talk about in public but today I'm gonna just do it unwanted body hair so (laughs) my sister I feel like is an expert on this subject (laughs) thanks she's graciously agreed to shower us with her wisdom (laughs) about unwanted body hair but I think we all have plenty to say right Kelly absolutely I guess we'll find out we will find out either we will have nothing to say and we'll just end this early or maybe it'll be profound (laughs) I'm hoping this will be profound and that we will shed some light onto this subject that people don't really talk about in polite company that I know of so anyway to jump it off I wanted to kind of just start out by talking about when did we all first start shaving things like our legs or our armpits like how old are we did our parents help us with that or were they against it <laughs> like I don't know Nikki why don't you start what was your when did you start shaving and like what was your experience with shaving like when you're younger horrific first <laughs> word that comes to mind absolutely horrific um I want to say it was around 13. I think I made it all the way to 13 before I started shaving. And it wasn't my legs is the bad part. I didn't start with shaving my legs. It was my arms. Like like uh, your forearms? Yeah, I would say I started shaving my forearms. So what made you what made you want to do that at such a young age? Uh, I didn't like how furry my arms looked. I really, I just did not like that fur look. I was always very tomboyish, but that's about the time I started like realizing, oh, hey, I'm a girl. Like, I like girly things-ish. Yeah. And you like me have very dark hair and I feel like people with light hair or really fine hair don't understand this, but like, I have like really thick, dark hair on my arms and- Like, so it, it was really prominent to me too, when I was a kid. So like, I can fully understand that. Oh yeah, most definitely. It was, well, like you said, it's 
it's dark, it's thick, it's coarse. It just did not look right. I didn't fit in. I didn't look like my mom and my sister who did not have the massive amount of arm hair. Yeah, you must um, get this from your dad, for sure. I really, I really do. Like his side of the family, the more I've learned about them, they are a hairy bunch of people. <laughs> I yeah, I can totally see that. So how often did you have to shave your arm hair when you were 13? And did you shave it from like, like, where did you start on, on your arm and where did it end? Like shoulder to like, did you do your hands too? <laughs> um, I was about no, I, no, I, no, I totally did. Um, actually that's why I started laughing when you said, where did you start? Uh, the fingers. Yeah. Um, Cause I will say like, when I see someone who has shaved legs and then they have really hairy toes, it grosses me out. Yeah, I was about yes. to say, can I get a poll of who here shaves their toes? Because I know I have. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, like, too. that's the first thing that gets shaved. <laughs> what you it's mean? It's so little... gross to me to have, like, really long hairs, like, on your hands or toes if the rest of your appendages are, like, pristinely bare. Yeah, that would be awkward. So, well, so, so you, okay, start so you started with your Nikki, fingers. And then all the yeah. way up? all the way to the shoulder. Did wow. you do your armpits then at that time too? Um, I didn't really start to get armpit hair in until about the time I actually got pregnant, not being funny, but like, mm -hmm. yeah, no, legitimately I did not, my arms were the worst thing about me. Um, it wasn't long before I got pregnant with James. So I was about 14 when I finally started shaving my legs, my armpits. Okay. Which I had been shaving my arms at that point, And mom was like, kind of whatever about it. Mm -hmm. um, and it was about once a week that I would have to shave my arms. Okay. And was it stubbly when it grew back in like your legs are? Ugh. It's itchy. Yeah, oh, it's itchy. Yeah. That's why it, it got to the point where it became more progressive. And finally, one day I was just like, no, I'm not doing it anymore. And wow. now I have this super thick and dark arm hair that drives me insane. But I'm just like, uh-uh, that's a lot of work to shave my arms. Wow. It sounds like it. That's commitment. That's interesting because I know that like when I was young, the old wives tale was that if whatever you shave, it comes back like way more coarse and mm -hmm. whatever. But in my experience, anything that I shave comes back like much lighter. Like I yeah, barely have, I've been shaving my legs now for so long that even in the winter, when I let it go, I barely have any, ha any hair on my legs anymore. And it's sparse. Yeah, me too. Oh, it's That's got to be, it has to be, it has to do with genetics. In all honesty, I firmly believe that because like my leg hair, it's painful. Mine is so coarse. It is painful for me to shave. That's why I went wow. to waxing my legs. Oh my gosh. That's so scary. I didn't realize how fortunate I was because first of all I'm like looking at my arms and I can't even see hair on my arms like in a general sense I don't see any hair on my fingers but like this is my sister <laughs> and we're related I, mean, I will say too that you may not be able to see hair on your arms but if I saw your arms I might be like oh my gosh you have so much hair on your arms like I think it's a very personal thing like mm -hmm. aesthetically like for example, I say the hair on my arms was incredibly, incredibly thick and black. I don't know if 
anyone in my life notice that I had hair on my arms and no one notices that I don't have hair on my arms now. Yeah, it's something that no noticed. one notices, but me. So, mm-hmm. you know, it's, and you know, that's what matters is how you feel about yourself, not mm-hmm. how other people see it. Yeah. Oh yeah, for sure. So I know for me, I started shaving my legs and I think my armpits when I was maybe like 10 because I was on a swim team. And so Mm. it was like, you know, the thing to do, um, not just because it was, you know, you're what you're supposed to do as a teenager, but it was because it was supposed to help you as a swimmer. And my grandmother was really resistant. She like tried so hard to talk me out of it. She, her statement that she kept saying over and over again was once you start, you can never stop. Well, grandma in heaven, I'm going to tell you something. I shave every now and then I start and stop all the time. Like there is no rule that says that once I shave, I can't have hair there again down the road. So, um, so yeah, she really fought me on it and, and I would sneak and use her razor, which was super gross. Like today that's probably my least favorite thing to think about is somebody like using my razor if I even like think that somebody went in my shower and used my razor I'll just throw it away and get a new one because I'm not playing that game but uh yeah I had to sneak and use her stuff for a long time so that I could shave my my legs and armpits and then I think when I was maybe 13 I noticed I had a mustache (laughs) and I started I started shaving that too. And that's like the most taboo subject. Like I've gone years in my life. I've gone through long-term relationships where I've never told anyone that I have a mustache or that I shave it or wax it or anything. Like I'm so, so ashamed as a woman to, and it's not thick or terrible or bad, but it's noticeable if I don't do something about it. And it definitely came in like around the age of like 13. So that's so, I feel like pleasure. sorry go ahead. <laughs> I was gonna say with uh, with the whole mustache deal like that is something I'm super super sensitive about mm-hmm. that's one of those things like I feel like I walk around with a five o'clock shadow which is crazy like <laughs> I don't remember what age I started shaving it but I know I noticed it one day and I remember growing up and seeing mom walk around with these like long mustache hairs and I'm like mm-hmm why that's so gross you're a woman yeah yeah it's definitely something that runs in our family Nikki um all the women in our family had um facial hair and even like chin hair Mm -hmm. as well like so yeah if you don't keep now I'm again have like sort of the least I think of um the women in my family but it still is definitely noticeable every few weeks um, if I don't do something about it. And- yeah. I mean, it's totally genetic. It's also hormonal. Um, mm-hmm. It can have to do with like thyroid and stuff like that. Um, and it also changes as you age. Mm. So hair that you might not have had before you might have, like, I've had many friends talk about their chin hair and I'm like, I have no idea what you're talking about, but like, I, I mean, obviously it's a thing because there are so many ways to get rid of all this hair that clearly it's an issue for more people than it's not you know yeah Mm -hmm. um heather i wanted to ask you the same question that i asked nikki though when you started shaving your legs 
how far down did you start and how far up did you go? Because I remember you having really hairy toes. So yeah. let's get real here. Um, yeah, de definitely started at the toes and went really? all the way. Well, not all the time, but, uh, but I definitely remember like being in the bathtub or shower and shaving and being like, oh, we should probably take care of those toes. Um, I didn't do it as often, maybe as my legs, but I did try to, to do it now and then. Um, for swimming all the way up the thigh. Okay. Real life. I'm never going to wear a pair of shorts that don't come at least to my knees. So I generally don't shave above my knees at this point in my life, but I also have like maybe four hairs per thigh, like this located above my knees at this point in my life. So wow, <laughs> there's no need to do it. But I yeah, can I'd tell you, like, I have the same issue with, um, errant hairs on knees as I do with like toes and fingers. Uh -huh. If I see like a hair on a, a totally bald leg, but if I see a hair on that knee, oh, it grosses me out. <laughs> like I have to take care of it right then. I will like grab a pair of scissors, whatever is close to me, because that's just like, I can't handle it. It freaks me and that out. That makes sense. I've totally seen you do that. Um, I remember <laughs> when we were kids, like kid kids, like before I was shaving, you had like an electric clippers, like a girl, it was like girly and it had like a little box. And I remember yeah. you just sitting on your bed, like shaving stuff off your legs. And we were not, I didn't like, or we were like right at the baby that the beginning of that. And I was like, Kelly has like all this cool stuff. She's got like, my grandmother wouldn't even buy me like a Bic disposable. No, I didn't have. Okay. So you got that all wrong. <laughs> That, wrong. Um, that was, that, that was your perception. So I, I didn't have anything cool. Um, I was not allowed to shave for a very long time. And my mom was like, you can start with this and handed me this like pink, um, mm -hmm. razor thing, like that kind of looked like a really short, like razor that a man would use on his face. Yeah. Um, and I don't know if this is something she probably, it probably was like from the sixties for all I know, but it could have been an Avon <laughs> thing. So cool. Like, it totally looked like an Avon thing. I you had to say. plug it in. It got like really, really hot, really fast. Mm -hmm. And it like full on vibrated. Um, and it didn't work very well. And I was only allowed to use that on so my legs. So all of, all of the, the, it was hitting all the key points of a good razor. Well, it would just basically pull your hair. Like it yeah. wouldn't actually Ooh. like do anything. It would just pull your hair. And then like a few hairs would come out, but like, that's all I was allowed to use for a long time. And I don't even remember when I start, when I was allowed to start shaving, but I do remember when I was like, I wasn't allowed to shave above my knee for a very long time. This is a lot of control. I, I'm a parent right now of a teenager, not necessarily one that's trying to shave, but um, I'm not trying to control that much of anybody's life. So, all right. So I think, and this is, I can only guess, but I would think that some of that control has to do with one, as a parent, especially as the mother of a daughter, you kind of want to pay attention to when your daughter starts doing things that are like kind of adult, mm -hmm. you know, cause then you're sort of also putting her in this, you're starting to like sexualize, allow her to sexualize herself in a way, you know, mm -hmm. 
Um, especially when it comes to things like shaving your legs, because that really is like a thing that a woman does, you know what I mean? So I think that a lot of that control is just like, well, you want your kid to be a kid for as long as you can. And I think that once they're playing with razors, then things have moved to a different level. Um, so I yeah. can understand it. I think that I would totally, and not only that, but it's like, if you're allowing your daughter to shave or your son, if he chooses, you are saying it's, it's sort of like allowing them to have some sort of body dysmorphia, right? Because we're saying it's okay that you don't like this thing about your body. And then like, you can just, you can change it instead of, instead of sort of like pushing them in the direction of, well, what's wrong with, with the way that you, you were born? Like what's wrong with how you look now? You know, this, this gets me into a whole side topic that I'm not going to go into, but this, this takes me right into circumcision. I'm just going to leave that there. That's weird. I, I feel strongly about, because I would say my response to your thing about the leg hair is that it's not so much about maybe being unhappy as like, this is the norm, right? Like when I was on the swim team, it was the norm for the other men and women. It wasn't being sexualized. It wasn't about being a woman, you know, and it was just about reducing that, you know, whatever tension in the water. So you move faster. And, but it was about wanting to look like the people around me. But you so. started doing it at a very young, young, young age before most people would even have body hair. So I think if you had done it sort of closer to the time Nikki and I were starting to shave, that it would have been about something very different. Yeah. And that's what I want to now, say. Mine, mine's different because it's about swim team, but it was about wanting to look like people around me. Mm-hmm. Now. Okay. So Heather has a girl and I have a boy. So mm-hmm. let's, let's reel into if y'all don't mind the other side of this so I I don't fuss at James a lot for it but like I do get on him he has had a full-blown mustache since he was not like he's been shaving since he was nine very young age wow um and you know when it first started out like I I was teaching him like you have to shave it you have to keep it clean and everything like that and when he was younger it was more about like he's too young to have this much body hair. Mm-hmm. Now I don't get onto him about keeping up with his beard and his mustache. Cause he's got a whole man beard as I call it. Um, and everything like that. But I'm like, you know, I told him, I said, take a little pride in your appearance. I was like, but also at the same time, like you don't have to go by anybody else's standards. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. what you're comfortable with is what you're comfortable with. So he shaves maybe twice a year. He's more prone to want to shave his legs than he is to shave his face. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) But I mean, I can see even having a boy, like I can totally see wanting them to not have facial hair because again, hair is very different on a girl than a boy. Like Mm -hmm. not having hair is a thing that it's weird too, because it's like, once you're older, like our age, And then you're like shaving off hair, especially like in certain body regions. It's kind of like how prepubescent are we trying to be here? You know, like Mm -hmm. it can get a little creepy, but with a boy, the more hair you have on your face, the older you seem. And it's like, well, you don't want your little boy to look like he can walk in and buy a beer, you know? Exactly. It's, it's, Um, you know. And and let me say from high school, what Kelly 
the guys with the full beards are the ones that always went to the convenience store to buy cigarettes for us because they yep. never got carded. And totally. of course, this was the 90s. Like nowadays, things aren't quite like that. But yeah, we loved the bearded young men from high school. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they were very helpful. Yeah, yeah no, like, and I, I'm right there with you. Now, I have a question. Okay. Now, we, all three of us, and listeners may not know this, and this may be part that you take out, and I'm completely okay with that. Um, but I didn't have like an actual role model growing up to say, hey, to, to I don't want to say over-sexualize it, but to sexualize it at the same time. Like to be a lady, you should keep your legs shaved and look decent, like shave your toes, stuff like these are things I had to learn as an adult, which is actually kind of bad. Um how were y'all taught about the intimacies the intimate side of shaving like like with like with grandma I imagine she probably was not like a lady always keeps her legs shaved no she Mm. she really grandma also had like almost no leg hair um and she shaved like over the sink like she put her leg up on the sink and like shaved like dry shaved or whatever and um well she was also a grandmother when we are your grandmother's age we will have no leg hair either <laughs> i mean that's just real you know but, i look forward to those but days what that question brings me to was something i was going to say like i don't have any opinion about my daughter shaving her legs what i have an opinion about is if my daughter starts shaving bikini lines or wanting brazilian waxes when we're talking like that kind of intimate shaving that's telling me that we're interested in not having body hair for more reasons than I just want to look cute in my summer shorts or look nice at the pool well here's the well here's the thing about that though when it comes to like bikini area you really have to question why though because the only reason I shave my bikini area and it has absolutely nothing to do with any man nor has it ever it has to do with the fact that like I wear underwear or I wear a, a, you know, a swimsuit and you, I don't need hair that normally you shouldn't be seeing being seen by you, you know, like, so that's why I shave that area. It's really, it's really about like for one, just like being clean, like what clean feels like to me, but like, I'm not walking around with a Brazilian wax, you know, like but I know some people do. That's fine. Whatever. I'm just saying to me that that part of shaving is not sexual. Okay. To me well, see, right now. Uh, right yeah. Now. And I don't know why. But I'm saying like for a 14 year old girl. Sorry. Yeah. Well, for a 14, at 14, I had no idea that you could shave that part of your body. Yeah. It would not have even occurred to me. Okay. So I have a stupid random question then. Okay. How did that become a thing? That's a great Nikki question. And random, yeah, Nikki and her random thoughts. Like, I oh, I don't want to say this word because I know this is your podcast, so please edit this out if y'all feel uncomfortable with this. But did pedophilia bring this on? Like, who came up with this concept yeah. of these intimacies? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, I like, completely agree. Like, cause, cause, I will tell you, anytime I hear about someone getting a Brazilian wax, I'm like, I, I... If you're, and here's the thing, if you're doing it for yourself, I have no comments whatsoever. Cool. Do whatever. But I have heard 
so many women doing it because it's what their partner, mm-hmm. male partner, if your partner wants them to do. And if your partner wants you to be bald as a baby, leave immediately. Yes. Run. Thank you. Don't walk. Thank you. Um, Cause I mean, I know that I've seen enough seventies porn to understand that this was not always desirable. And, and I can say from personal experience, I've had a Brazilian done once when I worked in a day spa, because we had someone who needed to practice doing that, um, so that they could be like certified to do Brazilians as part of their job there. It was totally for work purposes. It was, it grew back way faster than I would have actually wanted it to. It just did not seem to me like a good, like way of controlling body hair down there. (laughs) Well, not only that, but I think about like when I do shave now, like depending on like how much I shave in that area of my body, it is not, it comes back like full on itch fest. And I don't want to be looking like a dude adjusting myself every five minutes. (laughs) So like, I, like, I would say that like, less is more mm-hmm. when it comes to like navigating that area. Yeah. So well, see, I, and I get, I get the concept behind it. I could imagine somebody one day being like, Oh, what is that smell? Because it happens. Hair holds smell. If you don't wash your hair for a couple of days, it smells. I mean, I could, right. I could be wrong, but it's like, I don't know. It's the stupid questions of Nikki's brain. No, I don't think it's stupid at all. I think it's a, a great question because for me, I'm not going to rock out the bald under area at all. And I can say that only when I was in my early 20s and very skinny and wearing bikinis all summer long, did I maintain that. And I actually got to a point like through like regular shaving and I used like a product like a cream called bikini zone afterwards I actually got to the point where it didn't itch grow back it didn't itch when growing back (laughs) because I had like my body had adjusted to it because I was doing it so frequently but I can tell you right now that if I do it it's definitely gonna itch when it grows back and I hate that that's just not but I mean I would say the only reason I would ever go that route um would be if I had a job where I was wearing Mm -hmm. a bathing suit every day so lifeguard. Yeah. Mm-hmm. For sure. For sure. If I was like a scuba instructor or like a, you know, something where I had to, and cause that would, that would get old fast, mm-hmm. like yeah. having to take care of that on a regular basis. So, yeah. Well, then and, again, if you have a job in that field, you probably have somebody that takes care of it for you. Mm-hmm. But I would still, I would still <laughs> be very weary if my partner were like, I like that look. Yeah. I would be like, I'm not sure that I feel like this is the right relationship for me. I would in fact say that yeah. that all of my partners have been adamant that there needs to be some amount of hair. Like it doesn't have to be the full 70s, you know, afro, but, <laughs> but like something that indicates that you have been through puberty and you are not under the age of 12. Yeah, that's just, so, that's yeah. just not cool. Um, but for me, that's like, that's a no, I'm definitely like, just on a personal level, like I do not enjoy that experience of like Brazilian waxes at all. And then there's like this lady looking at your privates. So 
That's yeah. I mean, it's really too bad that like gynecologists can't do that as a second, like, well, yes. while you're here, yes. let's take care of this because you're <laughs> already <laughs> ready for that. Oh my gosh. So one day when I was working at the day spa, this girl, this esthetician comes running out of the the room she was doing a brazilian wax and she's screaming and she's like my finger slipped she was really horrified it like took hours for her to like recover from it so i was like and that's why i'm not ever gonna do waxing <laughs> i just don't need that experience with some stranger so i can imagine the recipient was traumatized or happy and tipped heavily. I don't know. I didn't hear. <laughs> so I feel like we're sort of moving into the, the waxing part now. Yeah. Yeah. So I definitely let's talk, like about, to talk waxing. about waxing because that's where it gets fun for me. So, um, so I know like my first experience with waxing was like totally at a friend's house in high school where she invited us over and was like, I got a waxing kit. Let's wax our eyebrows. And, oh, um, and then, so she was showing me and our, and my friends, like, or whatever, like you take a pencil and line it up next to your nose to show like where you're going to wax the center part, like above your nose. Mm -hmm. And I guess one side of my nose is way bigger because what happened <laughs> is we ended up waxing literally half of my eyebrow off. And so oh I had to walk. So, well, then I had to wax the other eyebrow half off. So at least that they matched. <laughs> I had to walk around like that for, you know, weeks. So. <laughs> well, you know, it's so funny because I didn't even start waxing my eyebrows. Uh, I think I had already had James by that point. So I want to say I was like 16, 17. And after I had James, like I was very... I had some serious body issues going on because, you know, I got mm -hmm. so big from yeah. being so small when I was pregnant with him. I started, once I went back to work, I started going to the tanning bed. I started going to the hair salon, getting my hair done, getting my eyebrows waxed and stuff like that. So up until that point, like I had always seen mom tweeze her eyebrows. She's an over tweezer. And I, yeah, I, I've never... I never learned how to tweeze my eyebrows the proper way or everything. So like, I just kind of had to go with whatever the woman did to me when I was mm -hmm. like, oh, well, my eyebrows waxed. Yeah, I was definitely a tweezer. Like after that super traumatic experience with having half of my eyebrow removed through an at-home waxing experience, um, <laughs> I was a die hard tweezer, but I only tweeze like the hairs that just didn't make sense and were kind of like mm -hmm. not in the eyebrow proper area um but yeah mom like tweezes it down to like one single file row of hairs I think I think that's yeah. a generational thing though yeah um because I mean that's what people like remember people like way back in the day used to like completely get rid of their eyebrows and then just paint them yeah. on oh well um, my grandmother with her mcdonald's arches like grandma love you but oh my gosh she rocked the mcdonald's arches so hard well so here's a question i don't want to get like i don't want to delve too deeply into like this with societal norms and whatnot but same question as with shaving arms and shaving legs when you talk about properly waxing your eyebrows what look is it that everybody's going for exactly? Like what look is it that that's acceptable to you 
Like what eyebrows do you, because I see so many different, like, um, especially on social media, like now everybody's into the big poofy boy brow thing. And it's just like, and sometimes, I mean, it completely depends what people are going for. So what, what look is it that you're going for and why? Well, I want to say something and I'm going to out someone right now. I'm going to say the lady from church, not Nikki. (laughs) The lady from church who was like the helper with our youth group, she was super into like beauty stuff. She was one of those girls' moms. I can't mm-hmm. remember which girl. The one who had anyway. like the gray hair and she's yes. on purpose. I don't, yeah. I'm not going to say her name because that would be cruel, but she was definitely like a lady who took good care of her looks and she did a makeover night. Yeah, I remember at, that makeover night. At, did you go? Yeah, she told me to, she always, she was like, you always need to wear blue because it makes your eyes pop. Okay, so I. And then after that, I never wore blue. Was so excited about this makeover because we were what, 13, 14, We were really young. Yeah. We were really young to be having like makeovers. Yeah, so I'd never had a makeover (laughs) before. And she made a comment to me in church as we were preparing for this thing coming up next weekend. And she said, I can't wait to get a hold of your eyebrows. And I'm like, wait, what's wrong with my eyebrows? Never prior to that moment in my life did I know that there was something wrong with my eyebrows. Now, flash forward to a week later, this was actually when I lived with you, Nikki, and mom. And I got caught lying or something. And mom took my car keys and would not let me go to the makeover. I've never been grounded in my life. I've never had anyone take my car keys other than this one time. And mom would not let me go to the makeover. So I didn't even know what she meant. So I didn't even know what was wrong with my eyebrows. I just knew and then had a complex literally for the rest of my life that there was something wrong with my eyebrows. That reminds me of like one time I was with some friends. Um, One of the guys there who uh, like did makeup at like a, a mall thing was like, wow, you have no lips. And I was like, that really affected me, like really affected me because I don't remember asking him if I, (laughs) like, I don't remember asking his opinion. Um, What's your thoughts on my face proportions? I don't remember wanting to be judged or asking to be judged about a thing that I had absolutely no control over whatsoever. And then I was insecure about it to the point where like when I lived in LA and plastic surgery is like so rampant, I was like, I don't know if I can get through this year until I get my like lip injections. Like that's where I was at. And I was using lip plumpers all the time. And now I'm just like, Oh my, like, oh my God, like that. I can't even handle it. But I just like, that reminds me of that so much because I'm, it's so funny how one thing, and it's always an unsolicited thing. Like it's always something (laughs) that you didn't ask for and don't want one thing that some jerk off says, Mm -hmm. like can just ruin you like totally ruin you. And I don't know why I let that get to me so much. I'm sure I was insecure about it already for whatever reason. Mm -hmm. Um, 
Oh, and because I think was trying to do was sell you lip pencil. Right. Like that's all he was trying to do was make me come to his little place so that his boss would like him more because he had more people at his little place. And I think it's because too, like, I remember my dad had said something about when I was born, he was like, oh, my baby has no lips or whatever. And I was like, fool, you gave them to me. Like, (laughs) well, and I wasn't born like this on my own. I don't want to go down a lip like rabbit hole but I do want to say that I remember being in middle school this is how backwards it all is I remember being in middle school looking around at the girls in my class who had thin lips thinking my lips were too big and literally intentionally pursing my lips like mm, together to look like I had thin lips because that's what I thought I was supposed to look like because the other girls had thin lips little did I know that actually they probably wanted lips more like mine see and I feel like you don't have really full lips I don't but (laughs) I felt like they were much bigger than the girls I was seeing you know in middle school for sure but at the same time it's like I see people now with super full lips naturally like I think of people like I guess I can can negatively name drop because we don't know her, but like Angelina Jolie, like oh, I love her lips. See, and I look at them and I'm like, oh, they look a little bit big. Like that looks yeah. a little bit unnecessary to me. Like, is that normal? You know, like it's and not so, normal, but it works for her. What I hate is when other women try to rock the Angelina Jolie. Like to me, she's the only one that can actually carry that look. She, hmm. she's had it her whole life like, well I'm I mean she sure looks exactly her like her mother and her father and they mm-hmm. like so it's not like she's the only person in the world like her parents carried that look fairly but well I literally think that lip injections are the ugliest look like they look so fake people that do fake lip things just to me are like oh I hate it hate it yeah so. I mean I guess and again like don't want to go down the downward spiral of like societal norms and stuff. And there's a really big difference in, or maybe there's not that big of a difference in body proportion and hair, but um, it's just interesting. Like, well, that's why let's, let's circle back. That's why I ask about the eyebrows because I just Mm want to know, like, where did we get the idea of what kind of eyebrows we're supposed to have? Like I tweeze my eyebrows and I only tweeze errant ones. I have like a nice arch. Um, My hair is sparse at the ends. I put a little like stuff on there, make them a little less sparse. They look fine. I'm good to go. I don't stress about it. You know, like once I knew that my eyebrows were a problem, I definitely turned to girl magazines like Elle. But what, what, other than that woman saying that to you, like, what do you mean your eyebrows were a problem? Well, that's what I didn't know because then I got grounded. So then I think I turned to like popular culture and magazines talk a lot about eyebrows and shape. And certainly back in the nineties, it was supposed to be like full closer to like the bridge of your nose and then like thin out. I'm not into the big bushy look that's happening right now. I still prefer the nineties look. um, And I like, and I don't have much of an arch, so I have to create an arch so yeah I would say magazines are what have and then I have an esthetician I've been getting my eyebrows professionally waxed now for probably 10 to 15 years pretty regularly and I have like long-term relationships with my waxing people and we have a set understanding of what I want my eyebrows to look like and every time I go in you know I expect her to to recreate that look you know 
Because I guess as for me, as long as now I will say I do really like the arch. So if I didn't have one, maybe I would create one. But as long as there's no unibrow Mm -hmm. and as long I then I kind of don't care that much. Also, I can't handle men who have super long eyebrows. Like if your eyebrow hair is so long that it is like in your eyeballs, (laughs) we've got a real problem. It's interlacing with caterpillars. It is a problem in the same way that I will totally judge men whose mustache hair is in their mouth. If you were eating your mustache hair, we have a problem. (laughs) Yes. And men don't even notice it. Like people don't even notice it. And I'm just like, how how do you yeah. live your life like that? And it's not like completely an aesthetic thing. It's like unsanitary to me. Yeah. yeah. So I, I appreciate a man with unruly facial hair who, who can manscape appropriately. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I totally. love, I love to see guys take the initiative to wax or have waxed and trim, you know, their eyebrows trimmed up so that they look neat. Um, I will say I haven't dated a guy or been in a relationship with a guy in a long time that needed that. So it hasn't been like on a personal level, but, but as a general sense, I appreciate guys that keep facial hair maintained, not girly, but, but under control for sure. Well, see, like for me, okay, I'm going to double back real quick before I go into the man side of it. Um, one for me, it was all about making me feel pretty when I started doing the whole eyebrow thing, which I was talking to you about, Heather, about like after I had my son, I had some serious body shame issues going on. Mm -hmm. And like, I've always felt like I looked a little butchier than I would Mm -hmm. like to. So I did the same thing. I started looking towards what was the normal in that time and age. Like, Mm -hmm. and when my eyebrows have actually been waxed to where they take some out of it, it bothers me because I don't like them thin. I don't like that single row like mom always had. And then I'll never forget this. Uh, The first time we went to Vegas as a family Mm -hmm. and you and Max were like, have you ever noticed that Nikki's eyebrows look like backwards caterpillars? I was going to say it. I was like, Nikki's eyebrows are all backwards. (laughs) Every time, every time I get my eyebrows waxed, I'm like, how could they say my eyebrows are all backwards? Like they're thicker here, they're thinner here. I don't get it. It doesn't cause me any quandary or anything, but like it does not quandary. It looks, they look backwards to me. I like sit that all the time. Like they always look like they were just put on. Like if you could just like peel them off and like reverse. (laughs) Oh my gosh. But like for me, it's mainly been like, once again, here we go with the massive amount of um, body hair that I produce. I mean, I get it all down my temples and all around the side of my eyes, stuff like that. I don't get the tops taken out, but right in the corners, stuff like that. Normal just to keep it shaped up and not looking all kinds of crazy and stuff. Mm -hmm. I can't stand long eyebrow hairs. I can't like even on myself. Um, So I'll comb mine and actually trim them like people do their hair. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. But um, like when it comes to men and stuff like that, I see people, I see guys with long ones and I'm like, I just want to pluck it. And I have, I've walked up to men, (laughs) random men that I did not know. And I will see a long eyebrow hair and I will snatch it out of their face with my fingers. Cause I'm like, that doesn't belong there. That is gross. 
it's like a it's like a long nose hair that touches into a man's stash, yes. uh, mustache. No, I cannot like, handle why? nose hairs. Like oh, I don't why? or ear hairs. I was about to say, just, can we just ugh. can we just say ear hair? Like I can't oh, handle it, and I so can't. Gross. Here's the like thing that stuck in it. Here's the tricky <laughs> part. Okay, so the tricky thing is that as I sit and I think about all the ways that women specifically, and I'm men are as well, but I'm just thinking of myself taught how to be and what to look like and how to dress and how to whatever. It's so infuriating to me, but at the same time, like I totally, it's in me to judge that and like, look at other people. And like, you're talking about like judging Nikki's eyebrows. And it's just like, so we're always doing this to ourselves and to each other all the time, you know, like, and it's like, I can't handle, you know, we've, I can't handle all those like excess hairs mm-hmm. on a man. But to me, that feels more like, I don't want something that's in your nose, touching something that's on top of your mouth. Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like there needs to be some sort of cut off, you know, There's a hygiene right. situation happening, first of all, in that situation. Uh, and then there's food issues mm. with, mm. with eating. You know, and I can say also just like as a side note, maybe a little bit here about male body hair um, and it being unwanted. I was a massage therapist and I know I talk about that all the time on this podcast, but I've had some clients come in where literally it's the worst hour and I'm counting every second because the amount of body hair and the smell like Nikki was talking about back hair Mm -hmm. can have a smell even for a guy who's well kept and I remember particularly one day I just thought I was going to throw up and I just counted every second down till I was done massaging this hairy back and I just oh my god it's so traumatic for me you know and that's not something society I don't think taught me Like that's, I feel like a personal thing. Like I don't like back hair. I do. Yeah. And that's the thing is that some of these things are stuff that are things that like society has taught us and we don't even know. I don't think that there's any way for us to tell what the line is of what our personal aesthetic things are versus what we were taught because it's completely ingrained and subconscious like we can't go back and go oh yes watching this tv show when i was three changed the way that i felt about things like we have no way to do that so like we can just guess and i can i mean so it's all a mixture of society and your parents and your friends and the people you're around And then your personal opinion on top of that. And your personal opinion, of course, is informed by your experience and all of these other people's opinions. Yeah. So there's a lot going on when it comes to all. It's very complex. Yeah. Because I will say that shaving my legs and armpits, it's absolutely a societal norm that I have adapted obviously the eyebrow thing came from being shamed and now I agree with what Nikki said I like my eyebrows waxed I like to go do it I enjoy spending time with my waxing lady I like the way it feels it feels like really clean and like purging and for me it is more of a me thing at this point in my life but it definitely started out as something that I was felt forced upon me by society because I had never cared anything or thought anything about an eyebrow until someone shamed me for to me that that's like having um, bushy eyebrows. like face uh 
like skincare to me. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. skincare, I think that the only reason that I want to have beautiful, amazing skin is because the world has taught me that I should. That said, I really enjoy taking care of my skin. Yeah. So yeah. it's become something that I really appreciate, but it didn't start out that way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I can agree with that statement 110% because ironically, right before I got on with y'all, um, I was like, oh, I need to go scrub my face because I needed to wash my day off from work. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, I know if I don't wash my face, I definitely can feel like if I touch my mm-hmm. face, it feels like bumpy and gritty or whatever. And so I definitely think, you know, part of it is certainly hygiene, but there is uh, an aesthetic to it as well because I definitely look better if I'm keeping up with skincare and I don't need to cover up stuff with makeup if I'm washing my face every day so mm-hmm. okay do, do we feel like we've in? said everything that we want to say about waxing because yeah. I think that have we talked so about too. at home waxing I said the thing about it and you only at home wax is that right Kelly I, I mean I don't actually wax at all but wax. I do have I mean I've tried it So I have tried this um, brand called Flamingo Uh and it's little waxing sheets and they have a kit for your face and then they have Uh a kit for body hair. Um, I also tried like, (laughs) I tried like the kind that you have to heat up in the microwave. Like I tried that years ago. That was a disaster. Um, These little body wax kits are cool. I just am not sure what you would use them for. Like, I feel like you would have to use so many of these sheets if you were doing your legs, Mm -hmm. you know, or something like that. Um, I tried the face ones. I don't actually have a lot of facial hair. I have like peach fuzz on the sides of my face. Like, yeah. near where like my ear ears are. Um, and I use those little derma razor things. Oh yeah. Um, and I only just recently discovered those. I talked about those a bit on our skincare episode. Mm-hmm. Um, but I started using those, which I guess are great for exfoliating too. And so, um, the one time I tried to wax, it, it wasn't enough hair and then it just yeah. basically ripped my skin off. So mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. You got to have like a eighth of an inch or something of hair. Mm -hmm. So Nikki, what were you just Uh, holding? You were just holding up something. um, So that was, I definitely feel like we should talk about that a little bit more because I have an actual at home wax kit. I have the Nair wax ready strips. Mm -hmm. Mm. So (laughs) this little thing right here, Mm. like, Oh yeah. I've seen that. Oh, these are horrible. Really? horrible. (laughs) They're horrible. Um, the leg ones are phenomenal. As okay. long as you have about a half an inch of leg hair. Okay. They do, they do fairly well. You'll have to do touch-up shaving. But these smaller strips that you're supposed to get for like your eyebrows and your little lip and chin. <laughs> I forgot. People can't see me. Um, <laughs> the ones for your face are so light that they're not effective. They don't mm-hmm. grip very well, Yeah. but the ones for the legs, like I have a lot of um, success with the ones for the legs. Now I will say this, and this is one area we haven't discussed. I use them mainly for my stomach. Mm. Yeah. Uh, yes. Okay. I hear you. I get serious. I get serious, serious 
very fine, dark colored hair on my stretch marks. Mm. And I can't shave it because the skin's so sensitive. Mm -hmm. And I can't use hard wax because the skin's so thin. Yeah. So um, they, they actually, the leg ones do really good to use on my stomach because they're sensitive enough for it. Okay. Um, but and are these the kind um, like you like use like you like use friction to warm them up in like your between your hands or do you <laughs> microwave the strips what do you do you just pull them just apart them and on? stick them to your leg oh it's like cold wax yeah that's how the oh, flamingo yeah. ones are okay okay yeah, and they're really actually, clean like it's not like yeah. i've used wax things where the wax sticks to the rest of your skin and it's like really dirty mm-hmm. and you have to it's hard to get off yeah some of these strips are really good my main complaint about like at-home waxing is it's so messy and it's like I just feel like my waxing lady is like so good at it because she's been doing it for so long and she knows like exactly how to get it all off so there's no residue and stuff or whatever so yeah so I bought my at-home waxing kit actually you made a statement earlier about Kelly and doing her uh, spouse's back hair yep um I bought mine for entertainment purposes and fell in love with it. Oh my God. <laughs> um, so short story is that I bought it because somebody had agreed to let me wax their beard, like full on beard. And it oh was the greatest experience of my life. And it was very gratifying. Yeah. But I found a dual purpose for it. They make a charcoal wax mm. that I use on my nose and it pulls and cleans out my pores like when my face is really clogged up Uh uh-huh um I'll use it on my nose and it'll clean out those giant pores that I have on my nose wow okay I'm way into that like that's totally my thing I love best 20 dollars I ever spent and (laughs) it came with 10 bags of wax wow okay I need to get in on this so um you need to tell us what, so like it's an at-home waxing kit. Who makes it or where'd you get it? Um, it, I got it off of Amazon. It was an Amazon special and deal um, of the day. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I'm totally an Amazon deal of the day. I should be their spokesperson. And the name brand of it is called Mosique. Mosique. Mm -hmm. It's actually very phenomenal. I love this thing. It's just, it's literally a little potpourri warmer. Okay. But it took a couple of tries. It is, it was very messy until you get used to it. Um, and then it's a lot of fun. Like I've, I've experimented different ways with it. Like I said, with the exfoliating on my face mm-hmm. and stuff like that. Um, so you smear charcoal wax, like all over your nose, let it dry and then rip it off. Yeah. Nice. It's like, oh, it's like doing a Biore so strip. Good. Yeah. Yeah. No, that sounds so good. I want to do it right now. <laughs> I love Biore strips. I do too. Oh, I, I do too. God, I'm like addicted to that feeling. Yeah. I just love things stuck onto my face and then ripped off quickly. Like I don't even know what like <laughs> weird fetish that is, but I definitely enjoy it. So Biore strips, facial waxing, like all of it, just stick things to my face and rip them off again. So the only bad experience I have with that is your wedding. Yes. So fortunately, I did not uh, share that experience with you, but I know that both you and my kid were burned and brutalized by wax that was too hot in a professional setting. So even professionals, you know, don't always do it quite right. 
but thankfully she was also the makeup artist and was able to just cover your scabs with makeup yeah 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 but no i would definitely i would definitely recommend um now okay so we were talking about the waxing and the at-home stuff have y'all ever used creams outside of the rotten egg smelling nair i have definitely used a depilatory cream way back when i was a kid and i wasn't supposed to be shaving anyway i think I got some of that at the store one time and, and it might've been there, but it definitely smelled bad and it didn't work is what I remember. And I never used it again. <laughs> Kelly, have you ever used a cream? I did use a cream. I think it was Nair though. I think Nair was like the go-to thing. And I was probably in college and I had maybe like two hairs on my upper lip, which I guess is not enough to use a cream because I, I mean, I was really upset about my mustache and, um, I used this cream and then, and I was so smart that I used it right before I had to go to work. And I worked in retail. Like I was working in like a coffee shop and my face was swollen and red on my upper lip for the entire day slash evening and I was having to like make up stuff about why my face was red because I wasn't going to say well I was trying to take care of that mustache um before I got to work (laughs) so that's so traumatic oh sorry that happened Kelly yeah it was it was really upsetting but I have never used anything like that since and I might have I might have tried it on my legs or something like that but it just it's that burning smell Mm-hmm. of it just like and it doesn't even work like it basically just it like sizzles your hair down <laughs> to like <laughs> this and it's that's and your hair is still attached to you it's just like stringy and fried and yeah, yeah. smells awful I so. definitely think that's one of the things where like the harm outweighs the benefit <laughs> Yeah, it's it was really awful. That's got to be bad for your skin. Like that couldn't be something that you would do regularly and feel good about. I don't think, right? Like, is anyone yeah. using that thing like all the time? I probably. I was about to say I know people that do all the time. Uh, so Nikki, tell us tell us all about using cream. Okay, I know you've so, used it. So how near put me in the hospital? Oh my God. That should be the title of your first book. <laughs> I, I feel like it should be after the life I've had. I'm going to write a book. <laughs> um, my life um, will battle with body hair. <laughs> so I thought, I thought y'all would find this a little humorous in my explorations of hair removal. Um, I did try uh, in very intimate areas. Uh, I did not read the, I did not read the instructions where it clearly says don't do that. (laughs) Yeah. Where it clearly says don't do that. And I didn't know until after the fact, um, it was a partner and I that had tried it and we both were beating each other to death to, to get into the one bathroom that was had in the house that we had. And, uh, yeah, by the time it was said and done, uh, we left the hospital. We both had chemical burns. Oh my God. (laughs) After three minutes, uh, putting uh, hot water on it made it 10 times worse. Uh, it was horrible. Um, I would never 
recommend anybody to actually use it <laughs> unless yeah. they thoroughly read the instructions. So throughout all of this, if you're listening to hair removal suggestions and you do wax cream or any of the above, please read the instructions. Please, please yeah. read the instructions. That's <laughs> a very wise thing to say. <laughs> I will beware. And I will say that when I uh, waxed um, someone else for the first time, <laughs> um, I did not read the instructions and um I, we didn't realize there would be repercussions if you don't like put like those um, flamingo waxing strips come with like a lavender oil. Uh Um, And there are all these things that you're supposed to do, including potentially ice the area sometimes, depending on how big it is. And I thought you just waxed the hair off and that was that. Yeah, no. Like there's, there's a lot more to it. So yeah, read the instructions for sure. Um, This is why I trust a professional, but (laughs) Mickey, I've just got, I'm just dying. Like, were they just cracking up at the hospital at the two of you? Like, were you guys like the joke? (laughs) The worst part of all of this is the doctor who treated me and said spouse together in the same room. Uh (laughs) I grew up with his kids. Oh my God. <laughs> so not only did we become the laugh of the ER that night, most of my spouse's family knew by the time we left the hospital. Oh my God. <laughs> yeah, it was bad. It, it was, wow. it was mortifying, but it was a great life lesson. Yeah. Do yeah. not let society dictate what <laughs> you do with your body. Just yeah. saying. <laughs> Well, that's the worst. Like, I didn't even know that happened to you. Maybe you've told me this and I've forgotten it, but that's the most horrific thing I've ever heard. We are going to take a quick break and we'll be right back. Let's say we have like a really extra special episode today because we have not one, but two guests. Um, So this seems like a great time. Um, chemical burns. Chemical burns are always embarrassing like moments to introduce our, our second guest, Cherry, um, who is a very good friend of mine. Um, we really appreciate you joining us today. And we cannot wait to hear all about your experiences with these things. Um, so I guess since we're right in the middle of talking about creams, do you have any cream situations that you want to get into? Hi, um, thank you for having me on. And that was quite an introduction. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I have pretty similar experience to, um, to Nikki and Kelly and that it was not a good one. <laughs> not recommended. Um, I was probably a teenager. I don't, remember exactly how old I was but I remember the smell of the cream for sure (laughs) yeah yeah just really didn't work very well (laughs) it's like if if you start smelling something burning it's time to call it a day I think that's the that's a general read the instructions and then if you start smelling chemicals or burning (laughs) or start feeling like intense pain yeah. It's time to be done with it, probably. Abort <laughs> mission. Yeah, for so sure. I, and this is why I only trust professionals in this area. 
Um, and, and I'd say like, this is a great maybe time like a segue into talking about like more permanent types of body hair removal. Um, and I know the one that I've tried is electrolysis. So um, I know Nikki and my, mine, my aunt, uh, she had electrolysis done on her facial hair when we were kids. And so I remember being like, okay, when I'm old enough, I'm going to have my facial hair removed with electrolysis. So even when I was still a teenager, I um, started going weekly to um, have electrolysis done. And I think the sessions were like 30 minutes and it literally was just like the most painful Thing I've ever experienced. They stick a needle pretty much into every hair follicle and they shoot like electricity into it. So you feel, it feels like, you know, needles, like electrified needles going into your hair follicles. And then they just do that over and over and over again. And it takes months or years for it to actually totally eliminate the hair. Do they have numbing area. cream? Like So sh for, for, you could purchase, uh, a container of numbing cream and it had to be on for 15 minutes before you started the procedure so it's about a 15 minute drive from my house to that office and you have to put saran wrap over it so you put the cream on and then you stick saran wrap to it to hold the cream and the heat or whatever in and so I'd be driving across town through traffic with saran wrap stuck to my upper lip <laughs> But even then, like sometimes when they would get like really deep in that hair follicle, it still hurt like crazy because the numbing agent kind of only worked on the top layer of the derma and didn't really go like all the way down into it. So it still was super painful. And I had it done for several months and then I ended up moving out of town. So I just abandoned that whole process. I couldn't even stomach the idea of continuing it because it was so painful. I literally just laid there with tears streaming down my face in agony. And then it hurt. It was sore, like for the whole rest of the day or the next day or two. And how it expensive just, is it? Uh, for an 18 year old, it was cost prohibitive. I feel like it was, you know, maybe 30 or $40 per session. So it was to me pretty expensive for that age, even now, I mean, to do something every week. And again, it, it could take months, if not years, just to remove that small area, like above your lip or on the top of your lip. So um, I abandoned you... that after that experience. I'm not surprised. How long did you do it for? Maybe three months. And I feel like it thinned the hair in that area and made it a little like less noticeable. So, I mean, I'm, I don't regret doing it. But, uh, but I, I certainly, I would much rather have it waxed. I would wax my entire body before I would have another electrolysis <laughs> section session. I also session. wonder, um, because if you did it when you were 18 or so, I mean, we're talking a couple of decades ago. I wonder if that, <laughs> I wonder if that process has improved at all. I mean, I don't really hear a lot about electrolysis now. I hear I was about say, laser you don't hair even removal. Yeah. I think that kind of came in and took the place. And that's why I'm really interested to talk about it and to like hear someone's experience about it because I sort of had this idea that it was like the painless easy way and then the more I hear about it I'm starting to think maybe it's not quite as perfect a solution as I thought it was 
So that's why I was really excited that Cherry was willing to come and talk to us about it. So before we kind of move towards laser hair removal, has anyone else done electrolysis or am I the only one? No. Nope. Oh, okay. All right. So that's my experience. I was going to say, I have this. nerve damage. So I've been terrified because all I feel is pain. So yeah. like, it's so intensified. Like I'm, I'm petrified. So I'm excited. Yeah. Yeah. To hear this one's got to be better. <laughs> <laughs> so electrolysis is a no, if it even still exists. <laughs> cream is a no. Don't buy cream. All right. So Cherry, tell us about your laser hair removal. Yes. Um, so quick synopsis it didn't hurt that much Yay. <laughs> really um how yeah, long so, ago did you have it done well I was yeah in 2010 I got it okay so um my friend and I had been talking about it and then saw a group on Ooh, <laughs> that's always the way to go <laughs> that's the best way to go that's around $200 for six sessions that's not bad oh wow and so we both went, we were in Key Largo at the time. We, we went up to Miami and um, I was just getting the bikini area done. She got the bikini area and the mustache area mm -hmm. and her underarms also. Oh, wow. I would love Ooh. to get laser hair removal under my arms. Yeah. Yes. That's my least favorite shaving spot. Interesting. Because the thing, so sorry to interrupt you here, but we don't, we haven't talked about underarms at all. And I will say the thing that I hate about my underarms is because I'm so pale and my hair is so dark. Like I can shave every five minutes and it's still, there's still like five o'clock shadow underarm <laughs> situation going on. Like no matter what I do, I would totally and completely, well, I don't know. You'll have to keep talking about laser hair removal. Maybe I won't do it, but <laughs> <laughs> well I can't speak to the underarm part but she she um yeah it worked for her and she okay. has dark hair so light skin dark hair so um but yeah the bikini area my area of expertise <laughs> um it worked so it didn't really hurt you could feel it a little bit some places and um Quite an interesting position to get into sure. <laughs> but um i think we went every two weeks and um by the end of it it was pretty much the hair in the area that had been lasered was mm -hmm. pretty much gone although i will say that now some of them do go back so it's not a permanent permanent okay so thing. when you get it done um I don't know how similar it is because you know, like I've had laser tattoo removal and I kind of, it's the laser hair removal scares me because the tattoo removal is insanely painful and you have to like ice the area afterwards and then it leaves like blisters and can bleed. So like and it's, it's like an open wound and then it's bruised for a while after you get it, after you have a, a tattoo removal session. So like, I'm kind of wondering you go in, they laser you, how long does the session last? Um, 
10 or 15 minutes. And that's like the whole area or do they do different sections like at a time? <laughs> yeah, the whole area, whatever, okay. you're, getting whatever you're getting done. Yeah. So my friend who was getting multiple areas that was longer for her. Mm -hmm. Yeah, for me, just the one. And then you just leave and you don't have to like put anything on it or... I feel like it's different laser than tattoo removal because the tattoo mm -hmm. goes like right in under the skin mm -hmm. and the hairs they're just doing it from the follicle which I feel is a lot um closer to the top yeah of the skin. that makes sense you, you shave it you shave the area that's going to be lasered and then they're just like taking out the follicle part of the mm -hmm. hair. interesting okay and how expensive is it if so you don't have a group on? Oh, I don't know. <laughs> no idea. And this was 11 years ago, too. So. Mm. Mm -hmm. so it's probably way more expensive now. It might be. Because that's another thing is I feel like I feel like the tattoo removal thing was really expensive. Mm. It wasn't. It seemed expensive at the time. I was paying like $50 a session. But like, I feel like the whole thing was like four or five hundred dollars yeah that's always my fear is that it would be too expensive or I, I would get started with it and then wouldn't be able to mm -hmm. pay to complete it which is kind of what happened with the electrolysis like it just wasn't conducive to my budget to pay that much money at 18 years old so cherry do you feel like you would go back and have more hair laser removed uh, or do you not really like care about like do you shave or do you not care much about body hair? I do shave. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like the underarms and yeah. legs. But um, to be honest, it doesn't really bother me. I'm fine with shaving those places. Mm -hmm. um, but what I was going to say is that I feel like also it depends on the person who's doing the laser because mm. definitely. I have heard that some people have had issues with burning. Mm. They definitely make sure you, you go to a reputable place. Mm -hmm. um, just because as with anything like that, you know, that depends on the person who's doing the procedure. Yeah, yeah. that would be my second fear. And mm -hmm. that's actually my fear about the Groupon because I have seen some Groupon deals and I've been tempted to do the laser hair removal but I'm like is that really where I should be finding the deal <laughs> like maybe I should pay full price for that but I'm encouraged by your experience that mm -hmm. you know it's probably more important to do your research than just say yeah. oh it's a Groupon they probably aren't reputable right and um, we'll so definitely did do the research and sort read the reviews about the place that before mm -hmm. we got the Groupon and then I think their thing is that they're getting new clients coming in and then more people do do more than one area or do mm -hmm. more sessions after the group on yeah. so it's kind of like just a way of getting people to come in who might not have come in before that yeah and I kind of wonder if you were getting a bigger area a larger area like your entire legs or arms if it would be more painful like what is the what does it feel like Cause I know like I, uh, I don't when know. I did the laser hair thing, it was like someone constantly snapping a rubber band on you like over and over and over again. 
like it was painful tattoo removal Mm -hmm. oh yeah it wasn't painful really um there was some kind of sensation to be honest I don't remember exactly what it felt like so obviously it kind of been that bad yeah (laughs) yeah you're Um, making me kind of want to do this yeah well that was my hope I was like okay we're gonna hear from somebody and like so now it's like Groupon's okay but just do your research it's probably not gonna hurt and it sounds like six sessions was enough to mostly take care of it for at least a while yeah for a while yeah Mm -hmm. but that's not bad like Mm -mm. I'm encouraged if I didn't love my waxing lady so much I would totally go get laser hair removal and I might Kelly, I think we should do our armpits. Like, I think we should go. I really want to have like a best friend armpit well, laser hair removal experience. I'm going to need y'all to do some review on that for me because, <laughs> um, so I have, I don't know, Heather, I think, you know, this Kelly, I imagine you don't know this and Terry, you don't know me. So, <laughs> um, I have super sensitive armpits. I can't even use deodorant. Like I'm oh, allergic wow. to like 95% of deodorants that are out there. Um, I have found a few all natural deodorants, but for the most part, I end up using coconut oil, Mm. if anything. Um, But I actually cannot even shave my armpits more than once every two weeks. If I do, they swell really, really bad and they get super sensitive and nine times out of 10, they'll break out really bad. So I have actually considered, even before my face, I'll probably live with a mustache the rest of my life due to my nerve damage and being mm-hmm. so petrified of the intensified pain that I I have seriously considered getting my armpits lasered. Yeah. Like. Yeah. Let's do it. Just to take care of it. Because mm-hmm. that's just unnecessary hair. Like, there's no excuse for armpit hair. <laughs> leg hair I feel like keeps you warm in the winter like I'm pro leg hair in the winter <laughs> but I'm pro leg hair, hair all year <laughs> but I um, think what's funny is that like armpit hair I think is actually supposed to help with smell like I think the purpose of it is like I think it's actually supposed to help you not smell as much I don't feel like it does that for me at all I feel like I'm way smellier actually in fact I know I need to shave when I'm like, whoo, what is that smell? Oh, that's me. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't know. Maybe it's not working. The, the armpit hair is just not working for me. So, But like nose hair serves a purpose. Eyelashes serve a purpose. I'm just not sure if, if armpit hair is like holding up its end of the deal. Do we feel like we, this is slightly off. Do we feel like we know why women have fewer nose hairs than men is there a reason what do we shouldn't all our nose be all our noses be protected that that being said does any other woman have to trim her nose hairs i don't know <laughs> oh no nikki oh. <laughs> i i do okay so again maybe a genetic thing I know that I've bought most of my male partners uh, nose hair clippers at some point, and I've never felt the need to buy a set for myself. So. Right. And same with <laughs> eyebrows. I've never had my eyebrows growing into my eyeballs, but this is, this is a about. problem with many men that I encounter. 
I don't know. Or ear hair. I, I've yeah. never had to pluck or tweeze an ear hair. So there must be, I guess it's testosterone. So if you have more testosterone in your body, then I just wonder if like from a, from a biology standpoint, if there's a reason for that. Yeah. I guess we don't know. We'll have to have an anthropologist on or something. All right. We'll explore that. (laughs) So do we, do we feel like we've covered body hair to the extent that we need to cover body hair or is does anyone have any closing body hair arguments to make no Um, arguments it should just all disappear like it should just go away just naturally just disappear (laughs) just fall right off yeah uh, with nap it doesn't Without the smell, without, yeah. the without the burning and the chemical burns. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know. I'm, I've spent time in other countries and I'm horrified slash fascinated by how body hair is not an issue for anyone else. This is totally an us thing. Which means it has to be like, we keep trying to convince ourselves that it's a purely aesthetic thing and like our aesthetic preferences but it has to be a societal thing mm-hmm. <clears throat> it has to be something that's ingrained in us yeah absolutely well i really really appreciate both of you guys joining us today this is really exciting we've never had live guests before we've had people call in with like stories and questions but um i've really had a lot of fun thank you nikki and thank you cherry for joining thanks to us both and- of you we really appreciate it even even though cherry you joined us for a very short time like we really appreciate you giving us your laser hair removal story and nikki we really appreciate <clears throat> all of your input <laughs> your emergency room (laughs) story so life lesson just don't use nair on private parts (laughs) read the instructions or your face don't use anything on your face maybe (laughs) let a professional take care of that yeah yeah and if you guys have any other questions or stories or experiences with laser hair removal or any other kind of hair removal then definitely reach out, email us, tell me something real podcast at gmail.com, ask us, and we will talk about it on an upcoming episode. Or you could be on the episode and we'll interview you about body hair. (laughs) We love to hear about your body hair. So, all right. Well, you guys all have a great week. Thanks again. And until next week, keep it real. Mm -hmm.